0: A small rain shower would be great. Nothing severe, just enough to knock the temperature down and cool him off. Instead, the sun beat down on him, its large rays making him feel like he was on the surface of it. He saw another abandoned car about 200 yards ahead. Quickening his pace, he fought his aching body. It was a Toyota, much like what Cecilia drove. His heart sank. Was this her car? It looked a lot like it, and when he saw the booster seat in the back, it confirmed that it was. There was no sign of her or Ty. Where were they going? Was Ryan with them? And if so, why did they take the car, not his truck, which would prove to be sturdier? Opening the door, he reached for the keys, but they were gone too. He searched the console, and under each visor and an insurance card fell to the seat. Skimming it, he saw Ryan and her name as primary drivers, and the sense of dread heightened. Were people just vanishing into thin air? The fact that the car was in one piece made him feel better. It meant that they didn't get tossed inside, but stranger things could happen. Tornadoes were known for skipping one house and then completely demolishing the next. Darryl ran out into the field, yelling out each of their names. The trees swayed in the breeze, and no one answered back. It was the first time he noticed that there weren't even any birds flying or tripping like they usually did on an early spring morning. Life as he knew it was gone, and he felt like the only man left on a planet that was destroying itself. Ryan! He went off course, hoping they were held up somewhere, taking cover outside of the car. But there was nothing. No footprints, nothing ever giving a hint that they were there. Only Cecilia's car, abandoned, leaving no trace of anything behind. When Darrell calmed down, he figured out he was on Farmer Johnson's land. Due north of the mileage marker was where his house once stood, so he hurried in that direction. Maybe they had gotten in his cellar and were just waiting for help. Just as he expected, the house was gone. The foundation was still there, but to the left was a closed cellar door. Flinging it open, he looked down inside, but it was dark. Ryan? Cecilia? His voice echoed and no one responded. He felt a tap on his shoulder and he turned on his heel, gasping. Two men were behind him. He didn't recognize either of them. Can we help you, mister? I'm looking for Farmer Johnson. Where is he? The men struck him wrong, and he backed away to keep a safe distance. Not here, as you can see, one man nudged the other, and they laughed. Where is he? He thought about asking if they had seen his family, but he kept that detail to himself until he got a better idea of who the strangers were. He didn't make it. Neither did his wife. How do you know? Did you find their bodies? I guess you could say that. One of the men flashed a light down in the cellar, revealing a bloody blanket in the corner. Darrell's pulse raced, and he took another step back, gagging. It couldn't be. He had just talked to Johnson a few days ago about buying a horse from him. You didn't. We needed food. Desperate times call for desperate measures. You know the old saying. Daryl bit his bottom lip. The police will get you for this. They were good people. His voice shook, and he tried to hide his emotion. "'The police aren't coming, old man. Can't you see? We're all on our own now. Fend for ourselves. Battle of the fittest. Our way of life before all this is over. It's like the end of the world, and I'm not going to let me or my brother suffer. Take charge now!' He scrubbed his hand down the back of his neck. "'You got anything we can use?'